to the tribe this is a place where we aim to make you laugh piss you off educate and be educated on anything and everything encompassing life we're your hosts uh maddie and i'm bernie so sit down folks buckle up because it's already been a bumpy fucking ride (laughs) yeah take three let's go bam let's do this jesus i don't don't know what the hell is going on i don't know i like it was it wasn't connected to the right um internet uh extender that i have in the bedroom here is that what was it on your end yeah i I think think? so because it it showed me it said my connection was unstable and then i looked at my my uh, my wi-fi and it wasn't connecting to my extender so it was just picking up the the original router in the fucking living room oh okay yeah because i was looking at mine and i'm like dude what the fuck and then i took my phone (laughs) off of the wi-fi mm-hmm. uh here at the house to see if maybe it was mine and if i had 5g on the phone but then when the phone popped up it only had lte so i was like okay apparently we're supposed to have like a winter weather advisory some shit starting at like i don't fucking know like two o'clock this morning rolling through noon tomorrow oh, we're shit. supposed to get some snow apparently so i was like uh maybe it's starting early and it's fucking up the signal but then it's totally fine now. So yeah. it must have just been on your end. Yeah, um, it, it was probably just me fucking. Man, it was just connecting to the wrong. I mean, dude, like when we go these couple weeks between between sessions, like it might. I haven't even turned on my laptop for a minute. So, yeah, yeah. It's like it's either. all fucked up. So, I mean, honestly, dude, I've been working so freaking much that uh, like I haven't even had time to really do much of anything. Like, I'm still trying to p- catch up on emails and <laughs> normal everyday shit. Like, I was just getting the like four loads of laundry before the show. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, this is like when we say, you know, anything and everything encompassing life, like, this is the shit we mean, guys. Like, <clears throat> mm-hmm. li- life is life. You know what I mean? We yeah. would love to be able to shit do this show every fucking day you know which would be super fucking cool but um it sometimes it's just not a possibility and we're starting a new job and everything man i've been working minimum six days a week um and it's been awesome like don't get me wrong like this is not me complaining by any fucking means like i'm ecstatic where i'm at um but the company's amazing um the shop's amazing the team's amazing um we just hired uh, two new guys. One of them I knew from the 495th. Um, oh, he's nice. actually originally from Thousand Oaks, uh, him and his wife and kids, okay. uh, which is super fucking cool. So SoCal native, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the other one, the wife actually met him. Uh, super cool dude. Um, and she met him just randomly one day. He had his dog in the shop and he was sitting there drinking coffee and she was like talking about the dog and stuff. And then they met and started chatting it up and lo and behold, him and I ended up meeting. Um, and he's like, dude, I put an app in, um, 
he used to be an Orange County Sheriff's deputy. Uh, nice. And then uh, he was 19 Delta. So, oh, nice. uh, yeah, which is super fucking cool. So uh, it's cool to get a couple more um, men <laughs> in the uh, <laughs> yeah. in the mix over there. Um, but man, we've just been not only men, but things. also fucking SoCal natives. Like that's fucking dope. SoCal natives, like... <laughs> veterans, right? You know what I mean? Like, so I got some battles in there, you know, which is hell yeah, dude. Cool. Um, and it's super cool because, like, Preston, he's the the dude that was uh, sheriff's deputy, and Bernie's choking. Um, <laughs> Sorry. And 19 Delta and shit. Uh, he mm-hmm. is actually working on getting licensed as a shaman, which is super mm. fucking cool. Yeah. So, like, him and I were okay. talking about a bunch of different, like, holistic healing practices and shamanistic stuff. Like, fascinating dude. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so we're adding people, we're consistently adding people to, you know, the family, to the BRCC family over there. Um, Hell yeah. And it's really making it a super cool fucking dynamic. I think the other cool thing that I'm, I've been really pumped on is uh, we've been hiring some high schoolers. Uh, oh. Some girls in high school, 14, 15, 16-year-olds, um, <clears throat> you know, working part-time. And man, I love to see that shit. Like, that shit's so fucking cool because... We're in an age now, I feel like, in society to where, especially, you know, now that we're post-COVID, um, I just feel like the work ethic in society in general has drastically decreased. Like, it's just t- fucking taking a shit, right? Mm-hmm. Majority of people don't want to work. They don't want to go back to work. They want to live off the government's time. So many kids in today's society, excuse me, especially in uh, the high school realm, are extremely entitled you know what i mean like yeah everything is just given to them they don't have to earn a fucking thing and so it's extremely cool to see these young individuals coming out getting a job and then man they're fucking rock stars like Mm -hmm. we've got these three girls uh that just got hired on that Man, they kill it like they absolutely fucking kill it they work nice. hard they don't talk back they don't have an attitude they're fun to fucking be around they get the goddamn job done they're dedicated they're on time like they're willing to stay late if need be like man it's it's so refreshing to see younger individuals that actually have a work some ethic. sort of work ethic yeah yeah it's that's super great fucking dude. cool yeah hell yeah so uh so yeah man these last couple weeks have just been busy as shit just you know really getting the <laughs> shop up and running um mm. it it's a total soft opening word of mouth only and like by day three we had a line out the door almost all day <laughs> all uh... fucking day yeah yeah dude and we're not even at grand opening yet like glover hasn't even had his uh his seminar yet that's coming up this saturday so um nice. I'm working i'm closing that night so i'll be there for the seminar um which is super cool but um yeah man we haven't even hit the big like the the two big like open ish style events right like Mm -hmm. mike glover seminars i think they're expecting roughly between 150 200 people something like that something crazy like that um yeah um and so that's that's going to be huge that's this weekend and then of course we've got grand opening you -hmm. know in two weeks so because um, your your grand opening is what the 25th 25th yeah okay 25th. nice yeah because uh i know um 
Andy's talked about it on his podcast recently um, on the the um, uh, Cleared Hot podcast, and then I know Glover's also talked about it on his podcast on the uh, on the Mike Force podcast and on the uh, the BRCC Mike Force podcast um, <clears throat> about the uh, the grand opening being on the 25th and and he also mentioned yep. about his uh about his seminar that he's doing you said next next saturday this upcoming saturday this uh, yeah this upcoming okay. saturday because i i'm gonna try to i mean don't don't quote me on it but um i'm gonna try to when i get home tomorrow because today is monday i'm gonna try tomorrow valentine's day to uh-huh. fucking uh edit and upload this like on valentine's day so hopefully hopefully y'all are listening to this on valentine's day um or sometime during the week you know i want to try to get this uploaded as soon as possible for us that way everyone because i know y'all are missing our beautiful voices so um i want to get this (laughs) (laughs) we gotta bro this is a big episode for us right now it is right this one is episode 50 Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, this mm -hmm. is our halfway mark to right to the hundo to the right hundo. so we're man we're 50 episodes in and it, it's it's super crazy because i've had a few people um that have asked me about the podcast and we're having some trouble finding it um mm-hmm. so i i grabbed their phones went on spotify found it real quick for them and, and followed and yeah. you know they're like oh yeah i'm gonna start at episode one i was like right yeah uh <laughs> no but I, I think it's cool to listen to a podcast, even something like ours, right? We're not famous. We're just two normal fucking By dudes, any means. <laughs> right? That have families and normal lives and stuff like that. And we don't have a huge social media following. Like nobody really knows who the fuck we are um, yeah. outside of our own circle. Um, we're hoping to change that, obviously. But what is cool is, and I do forewarn people, right? I'm like, because they sometimes they ask and they're like, mm-hmm. so what's your personality like on the show? And these are people that listen to early drinking bros and new drinking bros and all American mm-hmm. Savage and stuff like that. And I'm like, mm-hmm. OK, imagine. If JT, D'Anthony, D'Anthony Holloway and John Burke had a love child, <laughs> that's in a sense me in the beginning like portion of this show right yeah i was wild dude i was off the charts out of control bro i'm like i think i would say like cunt (laughs) fucking 57 times an episode yeah i would get super fired up and angry because not because i'm an angry person but more so because Back I when we angry. first started it, a lot of the shit that was going on in the world was post-COVID. very, yeah, very post-COVID, like, like right post-COVID. Yeah, and shit sucked, man. Like, yeah, we had the Rittenhouse, we had the riots, we had the Floyd tra- uh, Chauvin trial, we had, um, you know, Rittenhouse's trial, we had uh, the Gillian Maxwell shit, we had all this crazy stuff that was going on that made me sick to my stomach to see the direction in which our country was headed because mm-hmm. I truth be told, I mean, I love this country. I'm a Patriot, right? Like this is my home. Yeah. And I, 
I, I love my community and I love my fellow brother and sister and in, in, you know, the human aspect. And so seeing the things that were happening in society, it, it fired me up and it pissed me off and I'm a very passionate person. So mm-hmm. those beginning episodes are a little rough, right? <laughs> it, it took, yeah. it took a little while for me to kind of iron myself out and be a little bit more uh, dignified and a little less fucking ignorant. I still say quite a, <laughs> quite a bit of ignorant shit on the show. Um, but I've learned how to kind of tame it down to make it a little bit more like listener friendly, I guess you could say. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm still going to say fuck a lot. If somebody truly deserves it, I'm, they're still getting the fucking hard tea. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Nancy Pelosi is still a cunt with them heavies and mm-hmm. things of this nature. Right. So I'm still going to be me. I just feel like I'm a, a slightly more refined version of myself yeah and i think the other thing that helps is we're not putting them back to the level that we were (laughs) oh yeah i I mean shit what 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 was that three episodes ago when i fucking ate shit coming back into the fucking room after taking a piss (laughs) tripping tripping over my fucking treadmill God dude, damn, I will dude. never eating shit. forget watching you hammered. go through the door. And then it was like it was stu- it was like it was straight up like family guy status, like D-ka-ka-ka. just like like your your eyes got super huge and it was just like face <clears> towards <throat> the camera and then disappeared out of fucking screen. Yep. I was dying, bro. I couldn't breathe. And I that was, shit was fucking amazing. shithoused on that one. You were shithoused on that one. But but that was, you know, I mean, fuck, I had been drinking all day and we decided to shoot a late, a late fucking episode, yeah, like, like tonight, yeah. you know, tonight's a later, late episode, but that was because, you know, we had shit going on all day. So, um, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I think it's cool, you know, like I was saying, cause I mean, I think it's cool to see the progression of things like this, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's why when people tell me I'm going to, I'm going to start, start back at episode one. I'm like, all right, cool, full one. Yeah. I was a prick. Like, I was an ignorant son of a bitch. It was rough. Like, Like, it it was rough. But, mm -hmm. like, bear with us, stick through it, right? Drive through the first 15, 20 episodes. Um, And right around that point, like, like, we kind of started to figure ourselves out. We kind of started to figure out the dynamic of the show and kind of what we wanted and where we wanted to go. And we started, we were really still covering a lot of current events. And unfortunately at that time said current events were, were very negative. Right. They were also like, they were disturbing and like a lot of shit that was going on at that time was just, it was so aggravating of, you know, like just the state of the, the state of the, the, uh, the country and how everything was going on and what, what the, the fucking mindset was for the majority of when those, those certain, you know, uh, events were taking place. Like Mm -hmm. it was just so, it was, it was so aggravating that, that we just kind of lost all filter. Yeah, no, absolutely. And so, like I'm like I was saying, I think now looking at where we're at now in mm-hmm. this um in this journey, um, we've definitely matured a little bit as far as the show goes and, and the way we go about things and the conversations that we have. Um you know, we're not we're not ham sauce all the time or we're not stoned up every episode or 
you know, whatever the case is. Yeah. Um, but I, I think the conversations and kind of where we're at now in our life, I mean, you're married, you know, now you're, you're yeah. in a much better place. Um, and we just, we talked about the wedding and that the shenanigans and how much fun it was, <laughs> but also what's at least on my end, what a healing aspect it was for me because we were all back together again. And so mm -hmm. that was, that was huge for me on a healing aspect. And then <clears throat> come back out here and, uh, it was kind of back to the shitty job. It was back to FedEx. It was back to struggle, mm -hmm. like the struggle bus a little bit, but I, there was a light at the end of the tunnel because I knew that black rifle was opening soon. And, and then I, I shortly after found out a couple months after the wedding and things like that, I, I found out that, uh, hiring it open. And, and now where I'm at in life at this point, like, yeah, I'm still working a lot. Like today I had my third day off and I think 20, three 24 days um third <laughs> yeah. third day off since the 23rd of january um yeah. but and man usually that would kill me mm -hmm. right usually i'd just be like dragging ass and i'd be like down and bummed because i'm working so much shit man i fucking love it like mm -hmm. tomorrow's supposed to be my day off i'm going in for a few hours to close at night yeah like to help out you know like double down on some stuff and and uh and, and cover down so and I got no problem with it. Like, I'm cool. You know, yeah. I enjoy it. It's 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 awesome, man. It's such a cool place to 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 be. And and then and now I'm finally getting my ass back on track. I trained legs today. Um, mm -hmm. I'm getting back into the swing of things with my fitness program. Uh, I got labs on Thursday, so I'm getting my labs done. Last yeah. set of labs that I need to get done before my doctor can officially like stamp the one. prescription for the trt and then i can start sticking the needle in my ass <laughs> fucking every four days you know what i mean yeah. like all good shit right like yeah get getting healthier get getting levels back up to where they should be i can start actually making gains and progress in the gym and i can blow the fuck up and meet goals mm -hmm. that i've struggled for six seven eight years to to meet because of health issues yeah. um you know so that's kind of where i'm at that's a little recap on uh on my last couple of weeks since the last show, I'm another year older. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. You just had your pushing yourself another another birthday. Another birthday. Another day. Uh, thirty eight. Fuck, um, you're old. Um, fuck me, I know. I'm pushing <laughs> fucking forty, dude. Like, Damn, dude, you're about to so, get over the hill. <laughs> so you know what's <laughs> fucked up? We're sitting. So we took the kid. Uh, he had a doctor's appointment today, right? Yeah. So we kept him out of school. We we took him to his doctor's appointment. <clears throat> and we're sitting there and like he was tripping out am i gonna get shot is, is it shot day? like and i'm like nah dog you don't gotta get any shots you're cool mm -hmm. and i'm like look man realistically as a kid like cherish cherish these doctor's appointments because <laughs> your old man's only two years away from that really shitty doctor's appointment. you know what i mean yep, that, like the, the <laughs> thumb the thumb and the bum you you gotta yeah exactly that's that's the one that's gonna be that's the big four zero you you get a surprise <laughs> you get that jail cell surprise <laughs> yeah dude so uh I'm I'm gonna cherish these last two years <laughs> before my my checkups get really really fucked up they get um, invasive <laughs> <laughs> very thorough yes <laughs> if I could say this. Mm. Um, but man, that it, it was kind of a funny parenting moment. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, 
I'm, I'm sitting here thinking about how old I'm getting and, <laughs> and the things that are coming up in life as I get older and, and, uh, and being a father and, and where Jay's at in his life as, as an eight year old. And, you know, he's struggling with some stuff as far as, uh, you know, bullying issues go and kids at school and the clickiness and which is a whole nother, it's, it's a whole really weird thing that I don't quite understand in society today with kids this young, um, you know, third grade clicking up and like ganging up on each other. And I'm like, yeah, what that the doesn't fuck really make any like, sense. You little shithead should be worried about playing on the monkey bars and yeah fucking with ninja turtles coloring you know what i mean like and all that yeah Yeah. you know pokemon cards and Mm -hmm. legos which pokemon cards are fucking making a comeback oh i know so crazy (laughs) you know what pisses me off is so i collected them when i was a kid right Mm -hmm. i had three full sets of each series of the og series like the original and then the jungle and then whatever the other one was Mm-hmm. right that originally came out mm-hmm. in the late 90s mm-hmm. and i had three full sets of each mm-hmm. mint mint yeah. like dude i had three original first generation mint hollow charizards God you know how much those motherfuckers are going for right now i looked them up they're over 250 grand a pop oh yeah there's you know what happened to those fucking cards? My mom gave them away. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I'm like, dude, really? Like, now I'm looking back. I'm like, son looking of back a bitch. Yep. Yeah, so now Jay got, like, kind of got into Pokemon, and I was like, those are going in the sleeve. They're going mm-hmm. in the book. We're not we're collecting them. We're not playing with them. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. We're not these do not it get, up and doing these do not get with these torn up or nothing no they don't no, they don't get the, the edges yeah no. <clears throat> no yeah my because uh you know james the my best man he every yeah, yeah. his his son logan um <clears throat> he always like he's always asking for pokemon cards like little booster packs and shit like that so um anytime james gets him a little booster pack or whatever like they'll sit and they'll they'll go through all the cards and he'll look them up look up their values and like as he's opening them up going like oh this one's worth 30 cents this one's worth oh shit this one's worth five bucks okay this one's worth a dollar you know like as he's going through them and shit and so he was looking through a few of them and he was like oh shit i got a couple like actually pretty decent uh like you know pretty pretty decently valuable cards like in these just little booster packs here and there that they come with like 10 cards or whatever it is that they're all random, whatever. And like, he's gone, he's gotten a few that are like, like, Oh, this one's worth 20 bucks. So that paid for the fucking whole booster pack itself. And then another booster pack. And he's just like, yeah, these ones, all the, all the holographic ones, like those go directly into the sleeve. Like, and he was, he was telling me too, that like him and his son, like they actually play, the actual card game now like how back originally when the pokemon cards came out um like how there was the actual card game that it derived from before all the video games and all the game boy games and all that shit came out yeah he was like oh yeah like my he was like yeah my son was teaching me all the rules and shit like he's like oh fuck i didn't even know that 
you could do this or that or like how you know how it was actually played and uh he was like yeah hey, we'll, we'll sit down we'll play it every now and again and like he'll he'll get new cards and he'll be like oh i want to put these in my deck and this and that like <laughs> i was like that's fucking cool dude you know like that that's that's a shout out or you know a throwback to our fucking yeah. time because that oh, was absolutely i mean i never played the card game like as it was supposed to be played so i didn't either right i just collected the <clears throat> just cards. collected them yeah I only like, collect to me, them. They too. were like baseball cards. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So I I was in that <clears throat> mindset at that age, which is wild that at, at that age that I had that mindset too. And maybe it's because I did collect baseball cards and things of that nature with <clears throat> um, Yeah. Like, man, I don't know whatever happened to all my baseball cards, but dude, I had like Ken Griffey Jr. rookie cards and Nolan sure. Ryan rookie cards. Like I had some big dog rookie cards. You know what I mean? Like I had some big dog cards. Mm-hmm. Um but uh dude wild fun fact so when i was a kid um after my parents got divorced any any big big dodger fans out there will know who i'm talking about immediately right so my mom met this dude domingo moto okay Mm -hmm. his dad domingo played for the dodgers um at, at one point in time um and his career ended when I believe he completely grenaded his Achilles. Like, oh, fuck. the bitch snapped three quarters of the way down to the first baseline. And apparently it sounded, his dad told me this, apparently it sounded like a gunshot on the field when that bitch snapped. That's, <clears throat> I've, I've heard that from multiple people. When your Achilles snaps, yeah. it sounds like a uh-huh. fucking gunshot. Yeah. So I've never been, I've never witnessed it, but I've, I've only heard from, I've heard from multiple different people that have said it. Yeah. Yep. I've never witnessed it either, but so his career was over, whatever. Yeah. His dad, Manny was actually the first base coach for the Dodgers for like ever. Mm -hmm. Um, so I remember one time he took me, uh, me and my brother, we went to his house. Um, we were hanging out with them. My mom was running errands or something. He was he was like trying really hard to date my mom. My mom just like wasn't into it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> like, this is Domingo Moto. Like, this is Manny Moto's son. This is an ex Dodger player. Like, mm-hmm. Fuck is your problem? Date this guy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. at a very young age, I'm like, this would be the coolest thing ever if my mom dated a, base, a professional baseball player. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, he took my brother and I out and he had to go to physical therapy. So we went to that with him. And then he took us to uh, his his old man's place, and he took us into his dad's trophy room. Hmm. And we walk in, and he takes this bat off the wall, off like a like a mount, and hmm. he hands it to me. And he's like, "Give it a couple swings." And I'm like, ah, "Fuck yeah!" You know what I mean? Like, swinging it, swinging it in the trophy room. And uh, hey, what's up, lady? She said, "Hello." So. Uh, <laughs> Love, love the lady. Um, so I'm sitting there and I'm just bringing me some, some, some water. Oh, a little ultra. Yeah, yeah. some water. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so I'm sitting there swinging this baseball bat, take a couple cuts. Mm-hmm. And uh, he goes. Because you, you played baseball at... for quite some time, right? Back in the day. Yeah, so I played ball. Man, <clears throat> that was my shit. Um, I yeah. started playing ball when I was six. And I, played, I played all the way up through. Yeah. Yeah, so I played all the way up through my senior year in high school. I played varsity ball. 
Mm. Um, I played on the tournament teams and travel ball teams, and I went to Dodger baseball camps and uh, pitching camps and coaches. And, uh, and you potentially shit, right? you potentially played against uh, Rocco, right? Because you were telling me that uh, you recognized think, him from a Glendale league or something like that, right? Yeah, I think Rocco was a couple <clears throat> years older than me. Oh, okay. Um, I think he was like two or three years older than me. You may have crossed paths at some point mm-hmm. um, playing in that area, um, but I think he was a, a couple years older than me. Mm-hmm. Um, I have played with um, guys that ended up in the pros. Um, Trevor mm-hmm. Bell, he was a pitcher for the, for the uh, Anaheim Angels. Um, in his rookie season, he actually pitched in a couple of the World Series games when the Angels were playing in the World Series. Um, nice. I played with uh, a guy named Chris Kreiss, um, who ended up, I believe Chris ended up playing for the Dodgers um, in their minor league team, one of their minor league teams that was getting ready to come up. Um, so I, I, I have played with a couple of, of guys that ended up going pro. Um, but uh yeah, so baseball was my shit, right? So I'm in there, and, I, and I'm, I'm swinging the bat, take a couple cuts. And he's like, look down by the handle. And so I look down, I'm like, oh, whose autograph is that? Mm-hmm. He's like, it's Barry Bonds's. I'm like, oh, no shit. <laughs> no and he goes, yeah, um, that's the bat that he broke the home run record with. No shit. I was like, fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> apparently, Barry Bonds took that bat that he actually the, the the bat he broke the home run record with mm-hmm. and gave it as a gift to Manny Mother. Um, oh shit, that's dope. Yeah, so super cool. I like um I don't even know how the fuck we got on that on that topic. Um <laughs> baseball, baseball cards. Yeah. Oh, fun oh fact. yeah. So yeah. so yeah, so so baseball cards. So <clears throat> I was super into baseball cards and stuff like that mm-hmm. as a kid. So I think that's where my my mentality of hey I'm I'm collecting these pokemon cards i'm not playing with them like i'm collecting yeah. them and i had all the sleeves and the folders and the books and all that cool <laughs> shit and, mm-hmm. and whatnot and so i never played dude i never knew like other kids were playing the game like the card game mm-hmm. and like turn, turn shit no idea i could not fucking tell you what any <laughs> of the rules of the game were how to mm-hmm. play it how to play cards like none of that shit I can play the Game Boy game like a motherfucker, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, I will still, like, if I have the chance to grab a Game Boy and slap one of the OG Pokemon games in there, I will mm-hmm. be lost for weeks. You won't mm-hmm. fucking see me. People could be like, hey, let's jump on and play mm-hmm. COD. Sorry, dog. <laughs> I'm on my seventh gym battle right now, okay? <laughs> I got to get my... I gotta get my seventh badge. I'm playing well, Pokemon right now. <laughs> it's funny because like that's that's kind of like how I've been fucking these last few days. Fuck it. Well, I guess this last week now since uh, the Hogwarts Legacy came out. Like yeah. I've been I've been on that shit fucking for hours at a time. Fucking like, right, dude. It's fucking dope. Like I I'm a super huge fucking Harry Potter nerd. Like, or you're and, a nerd. <clears throat> well, I'm a super I'm a super <laughs> nerd. Um, you're, you're a Star Wars nerd. You're a Star Harry Wars Potter. nerd, Harry Potter nerd. Look, she's a, a Potter she's nerd a fucking too. Star Trek nerd. But no yes, <laughs> you know, like, and when it came out, because I've been following this shit for like two years, and I've been waiting to see. Like, they never really officially announced like a release date, so well, I never Hogwarts wanted Legacy? to. Yeah, like they were like, yeah. oh, it might be next year. It might be six months from now. It might be in the end of twenty three. It might be in the beginning of twenty three. So I never like pre-ordered it. <clears throat> and then like a couple weeks ago, 
um, I had seen something that like, I think it was like one of the gaming like pages that I'm on through like drinking bros gaming or something like that. And, um, they were like, so is anyone like super excited for fucking Hogwarts legacy to come out next week? And I was like, wait, what? I was like, no, I haven't heard anything about it releasing yet. And like, they were like, no, it comes out next week or some shit. And I was like, okay, so this is a real thing. Okay. And then I started seeing it on like GameStop's website on fucking Best Buy's website, like pre-order now, like it, it releases next week. And I was like, okay, I got to fucking pre-order it. I got to get the fucking, (laughs) I got to get the deluxe package, get all the fucking cool house shit, you know? So when it released, like. It's fucking, it's blown my mind. Like, it's super fucking cool. There's so much shit that you can do. And it's, and it's crazy because it's not multiplayer. It's that, like, single-player story mode. Um, which is cool. Which is super cool. Because I like that stuff. you don't have to, like, focus on one thing. Like, you know, you just fucking play it to play the fucking game. And yeah, I just, like, when, when I got off the game today, because uh, cause Melissa was working, so like I was just I was playing it with my headset on, and she was working in the fucking living room. Um, <clears throat> when I finally turned it off, and we were making dinner, um, and I like I hit my save. <laughs> I've been playing now for twenty three hours. I'm only thirty percent done with the fucking main story. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here, dude! <laughs> yeah. Like that sounds like I was a like, Final Fantasy oh, type deal, you know right? I mean? Like it's fucking. There's there's so much shit like with the main story, and with the side quests and the side fucking, you know, like all the little intricate little details and trying to find all the little fucking hidden things and all that stuff. It's fucking super cool. Um, <clears throat> so like, I mean, fuck. Shout out to the the um port key games like this new game developer that just came out of nowhere and made this fucking game that is fucking super phenomenal like i've been seeing so many different like streamers like cod streamers and fucking you know twitch streamers and shit like that like caleb francis has been playing it you know like from brcc like he fucking Mm -hmm. uh, streams on twitch he'll stream fucking cod all the time like but like all these like super famous fucking streamers and shit playing this game and it's like, it's super cool that this, like, this brand new fucking game developer comes out with this fucking super intricate game. Yeah, it's taken them like two, three years to make it. But, hey, I mean, <clears throat> it's better that they fucking got everything that they needed and made sure that everything was fucking perfect before they release it. Rather than, okay, we set a timeline to release this and we have to set that time hack. Like we have to fucking release it now. And then it comes out and it's shit. And then everyone fucking hates it. Like they did that shit with, with that cyberpunk game, cyberpunk 2044, 2077 or whatever the fuck it was. Like they were like, everyone's been bitching that we need to release this game. So we're going to release it. And then all there was, was bugs left and right. And it was like, you should have waited. I remember, I remember when that game first came out, I was the cyberpunk game. I was super intrigued by it. And Mm -hmm. then you got it. So I figured I'd wait and kind of see what your opinion was on it. And every time I talked to you, you were just telling me how, how many bugs there were and how frustrating it was glitches and all these issues. And I was like, all right, I'm cool. I'm glad I didn't get it. It looked cool, yeah. but like there's a, there's a Peaky Blinders V 
VR game coming. Oh, out. really? Yeah, where you play this, you basically it's like a story mode, and you play this dude that comes into the Peaky Blinders world and the like hmm. the gang, and you do like missions and all kinds of shit within the gangster world. And I'm super fucking bummed because it's only on VR, and I don't have uh, a VR deal. And uh, I'm I'm contemplating like maybe I need to go get a VR deal just for the Peaky Blinders game because that shows be fucking cool. It's probably one of my favorite series of all time, yeah. you know, hands down. Um, and I really got to re re look into that because I, I I think I started it. I think I got into like a, a season. I think I got to about season two or three when uh, when Tom Hardy comes into it. Um, so Alfie comes in. Alfie it was like season three. I, I, I want to say maybe season three or like end of season two ish. Yeah. Um, but I don't think I was really truly paying attention to it as I was yeah. watching it. I was mostly yeah, like kind of had it like kind of on his background. Like I'd I'd watch a couple episodes like while I would eat in between things, and like I'd kind of get like sucked into my phone for a minute, and then like an episode would go by or whatever, and I just wasn't really hundred percent into like I wasn't like sucked into it. So, yeah. but I did like a lot of the concepts of it. Um, I just I just don't think my I don't think my my focus was on it as much to where I could like fully get the grasp of it all. Well, and you really got to think too, though, at that time, I mean, when Peaky Blinders first came out, it was really in the heat of the walking dead slash game of Thrones phenomena that was like sweeping the nation. Right. Yeah. So, so many people, and it wasn't an American show. It was the number one show on BBC. Because mm -hmm. it, it's a British show, you know what I mean? Like it's an English yeah. show. So, so that that could have had, and it was only on Netflix. And so I think that may have had a big portion to do with it because between life happening and then the shows that you were already sucked into, as far as Game of Thrones and the The Walking Dead, which I know you were like huge into both. Yeah. Um, it was one of those things where eh, I've already got two other shows that I'm really focused on and like adding a third into the mix that I mm -hmm. have to pay attention to. Cause you do with Peaky mm -hmm. Blinders, especially being uh, um, a BBC British, show, like, you, it's the, the accents yeah. are so heavy that you have yes. to like, you have to pay attention. If, if yes. not, you got to fucking put on subtitles just so you can fucking actually pay attention to what right. they're actually and saying it, in yeah, a lot of scenes. And if, you, if you really pay attention when you um once you kind of get sucked in and hooked in it, it makes it a lot easier to pick up the accents yeah um crazy shit i just realized it's night because we finished finally finished the whole harry potter series movie series tonight we, we finished deathly hollow part two <clears throat> nice uh with amy and jay i've seen it for like i mean i've yeah. seen the whole series like a million times yeah. but i finally got them to watch it um <laughs> at the very end when uh Malfoy's mom bends down spoiler alert if you haven't watched the fucking movies you're if you haven't like, watched it by now like rock, yeah fuck off spoiler alert uh when she leans down after Voldemort hits Harry with the Avada Kedavra curse mm -hmm. and she leans over Harry and she's like is he alive 
and she's talking about Draco. Mm-hmm. And Harry like nods and she stands up and turns around and she's like, Oh, he's dead. When she turns around, it clicked in my head who she is. <laughs> she is the actress that plays Polly Gray in the Peaky Blinders. Oh, no shit. Yeah. I was like, okay. wait a minute. That looks like it. I immediately jumped on Google. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, Draco Mouse Mom. Harry Potter cast <laughs> like it popped up and I was like, holy fuck, it's Polly Gray. I was like, so the rest of the movie, I couldn't see her as anything other than Polly. So yeah, dude, I was just tripping out. I was like, ah, Polly Gray. Um, which God rest her soul. Um, uh, you know, she, the actress that played Polly Gray, um, uh, passed away from cancer. Um, when they were filming or getting ready to film season six. Oh shit. Um, so yeah, not gonna spoiler alert the beginning of season six. Uh, but yeah, that was uh that was a bummer because I mean she's main, main, main character. It, yeah. It's literally because that's Tommy's mom, right? Well, no, so or, Tommy's well, the mother figure, <sighs> right? Or who am I thinking of? Yeah, I think I, I wanna say that that's Tommy's no, it's not Tommy's mom. It's his aunt, I believe. Oh, okay, okay. Aunt, aunt Polly. Okay, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I, I need to go back and rewatch the series just because it's fucking awesome. Uh, yeah. Double check into that, so don't quote me on that. Um, <laughs> but either way, yeah, she's like the mother figure of all the Peaky Boys, right? Of yeah, Tommy yeah. and Arthur and John and Finn and Ada. Um, she's the one that he buys her the, the, um, the bar or... Buys no, she her buys that, Arthur the... the bar. Yeah, yeah. yeah he buys right. Arthur the bar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he ends up he ends up putting all of his money in real estate at one point, mm-hmm. cash, pulling all out, puts it all in cash, and 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 it starts investing money from, uh, the Shelby Company Company Limited. Um, yeah, that's right. Into okay. real estate, buys Polly a house and buys Ada a house and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so super crazy, but um. <clears throat> Man, just like life's been kind of crazy lately, you know, with the new job and stuff. And I know you've been working a fuck ton. And yeah. you, you got your app in, right? You got your application in for the spot. I did. Yeah. Have I, you had uh, the interview yet? I have not had the interview. I put in, okay. I put my application and my resume in on Tuesday of last week. So, Good shit. so <clears> I should everybody hear. out there, all yeah, you put listeners in, put and in my. You know, fucking Fingers put it crossed, out in the world. Crossed, balls crossed. I'm trying, I'm trying to get vagina, this fucking lips position. crossed. Any whatever you can cross, cross that shit. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get this position. I want this fucking. Bernie's, yeah, man. Want Bernie's, this promotion. Bernie's trying to pick up a promotion um, at work, and it would be absolutely huge for you. I know. Yeah. Um, so all good things, all good vibes, heading out towards that. Mm-hmm. Um, man, what the fuck else is going on? We got so much shit going on in the world, dude. Uh, China balloon over fucking Montana. China balloon over Montana. Uh, now apparently we've shot down like four fucking UFOs. According, Government's yeah. not talking about what the fuck they actually are. Everybody's mm-hmm. tripping out. Are they aliens? Are they more balloons from China? Or what the fuck could they be? Right? Everybody's losing it. Um, that explosion. Bro, how about in Ohio? how about the shit? How about dude? Let's fucking <clears throat> sidebar that one. How about the Nord Stream pipeline shit? Nord Stream pipeline. What, you have what, not, what was going okay, on? So with that? remember, remember when there was that sabotage explosion that blew up the Nord Stream pipeline? That was the the fucking main 
source of oil into Russia. Yeah. During uh-huh. okay. like, like quite a few months back. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Hey, U.S. Uh, apparently <laughs> it was us. It was some fucking <laughs> undercover CIA fucking mission. That, well, they uh, didn't do a very good job because apparently they got found out. It, yeah, so uh, uh, apparently ding dong. <laughs> a multiple Pulitzer Prize winning investigative ju- journalist uh-huh. fucking blew this story wide open. Yeah, I, I think I did see something about that like this weekend, just randomly scrolling through Instagram on... Yeah, well, and then One I just pages. saw, so, uh, Sammy, uh, our battle, mm-hmm. um, she posted Sammy Squanch. something, Sammy Squanch, shout out, <laughs> Sammy Squanch. Happy birthday. Um, <laughs> yeah, happy birthday. belated birthday uh, mm-hmm. to you as well. Um, so, apparently, so she had posted something about it, and I was mm-hmm. like, the fuck? So I commented, I'm like, is this legit, like, for reals, for reals? And she's all yes so then i started doing some googling yeah um obviously mainstream media is not fucking touching this shit they're yeah. suppressing it they're not talking about it but I, I was able to find a whole bunch of other articles on it and then drinking bros <clears throat> well i guess the most recent episode they were talking about it and dan holiday holiday dan holloway, holloway was like uh yeah yeah mm-hmm. uh yeah legit legit Mm-hmm. So, I and Mike Glover even posted something about this too. Um, I believe I think I saw something from Mike Glover on one of his socials. Um, mm-hmm. Don't quote me. Um, I'm just trying to remember all the shit that I've been flying through as I'm trying to catch up on a bunch of stuff today. <laughs> um, but man, okay, so we're literally on the verge, day by day, of World War fucking we've got (laughs) chinese spy balloons flying over the u.s right gathering intel on like icbm missile sites and shit like this across the united states Mm -hmm. and we prior to this thought it was a great fucking idea to go sabotage a portion of the Nord stream 2 pipeline yeah i'm trying to figure out where the fucking logic is in it's a bold move, Cotton. <clears throat> it's a bold yeah. move, Cotton. We're gonna bold see how uh, fucking move. See how it works out for him. Uh, All we I'm are gonna say, literally poking the bear. The bear yeah. being World War Three. We, well, We're knocking we, on we, World War Three's door. Literally, and this is something that we as Americans should be severely concerned with: mm-hmm. the incompetencies of this administration and the dangers that they are putting every American citizen in with their complete lack of the ability to make the right choices. Right. It's really, it boggles my mind. How did you see the fucking state of the union? The, the debauchery that was the state of the union. So I did not watch the state of the union in the moment purposefully because i did not feel like having a fucking stroke trying to comprehend what that geriatric fuck oh was yeah trying to say. for sure no okay. yeah i didn't i didn't watch it either i just watched the recap of it like 
the yeah. the clips here and there of it, and then like listening to uh, what they covered on the Drinking Bros, and that fucking the bumbling mess of a fucking whatever statement that he said, like if he don't fucking blah him blah, blah blah, and then everyone's like, yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah, oh, it's like there is no there one is. understood what the fuck he said. He didn't even understand what he said, and everyone's cheering, yeah. going, yeah. Well, what I mean, the, the fuck? dude's either the dude's either shitting himself or. <clears throat> rambling on like a fucking babbling toddler i mean but but that's the problem like i i was i literally thought to myself if i watch this i'm gonna fucking have a fetiment yeah and i'm like i'm fucked at that point (laughs) like i gotta go to work tomorrow i can't afford a fetiment right now okay yeah um which apparently that motherfucker is back in the hospital again i didn't see anywhere where they said exactly what the fuck happened but i mean color me shocked um yeah, that shit let's, show. Let's go have a stroke and then take on a fucking uh, Senate office. Yeah, let's or a fucking governing uh, office. Governing, governing office. office. Yeah. Okay. That yeah, that's only gonna put you into another stroke because yeah. stress induces so, strokes. I didn't feel like fetermaning, uh trying <laughs> to watch the uh, State of the Union, but at the same time, I mean, I will. I will sit down and watch it here in the next couple of weeks when I do officially allow myself to take more than a day off. <laughs> yeah. um, You'll need it. I have the time. Yeah. Well, I'm going to need a day to watch it. And then I'm going to need a day to fucking recover and mm-hmm. maybe even have to go to urgent care and see a doctor um, after I watch it. Yeah. But, you know, it, 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 again, it's, it sparks the question of, man, when are we as Americans going to wake the fuck up and start literally saying like enough is enough. It's time for us to fucking take our country back. We can't allow this to happen. You know, Putin's that motherfucker ain't going to last that much longer. Right. He's got health issues of his own that are from everything I've read and, and seen um, are pretty, fucking detrimental right he's literally on the verge of death and when you have somebody with his mindset in that position it's a very dangerous situation because they just don't give a fuck at all about anything it's true and what's worse or what's what's more uh what's more scary than a motherfucker that don't give a fuck because he's literally one foot in, one foot out of the fucking grave at this point. Well, you know what they say, right? The most dangerous man is a man without a purpose. Yep. And realistically, when you get to that point that he's in, you're on borrowed time. You Mm -hmm. know you're on borrowed time. You don't really have a purpose because it's all coming to an end very, very 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 quickly so compound that with his high level of 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 uh military uh, intelligence and then compound it even further with the fact that he's pretty fucking crazy and you have a rep uh black you realistically have a recipe for total world destruction because we all know the alliance of Russia and China. We also know the historical dealings and implications of 
the Biden family and Russia mm-hmm. between the coup of 2014 when he was vice president to President Obama in Ukraine, uh, between him shortly thereafter um, appointing or getting Hunter Biden appointed to the whole Burisma deal with Russia, mm-hmm. right? So we have all these different dynamics that are going into the situation, and now we have an entity in Putin who has openly attacked Ukraine is in a sense getting his ass handed to him mm-hmm. doesn't give a fuck has his alliance with China recognizes the weak political leadership within the United States of America mm-hmm. and now the US has sabotaged and blown up a portion of the Nord Stream 2 pipeline that supplies Russia and we have Chinese spy balloons floating over sensitive sites of the United States of America what the fuck like this shit's yeah. starting to get a little bit scary <laughs> yeah we are and it's definitely... one of those it's one of those things where where we as americans now more than ever need to really start taking these things seriously and waking the fuck up and paying attention and starting to prepare for the possibility of what could come in the very near future you know we we've already seen how weak we are as a society and as humans and how complacent we've gotten in the sense of bro a bomb cyclone weather fucking uh storm hits new york city and people are fucking dead because they're not prepared we're so sucked in we're so plugged into this electronic matrix within our lives uh between television shows and series and social media that we're failing to to have situational awareness and pay attention to what the fuck is going on around us and then something like that happens and none of none of like these individuals are prepared and they're fucked mm-hmm. like and like you were saying earlier now we've got these train crashes what three yeah south carolina texas and uh where was the other one there was three uh, i don't remember uh, i'm gonna fucking I'm going to Google this real quick here. Uh, Wait, you said train, train crashes? Weren't they train? Yeah, they're train crashes, dog. I didn't, I haven't, I haven't heard anything about train crashes. What the fuck? Yeah, they were train crashes that were carrying hazardous materials. Oh, Uh, I was talking about the explosions in uh, Ohio that were like Chernobylist, like, or Chernobyl-like conditions in fucking ohio because it was yeah, like i some... believe yeah but i believe it was uh let's see ohio. yeah ohio train On was February that what 15th, it was 2023 a freight train carrying hazardous chemicals including vinyl chloride derailed and exploded in the village of east palestine ohio united states Oh so shit! Yeah, uh, Graham Allen. A control burn of t- toxic chemicals. Yeah, yeah so this, Graham that... Allen just posted right now. Mm-hmm. Um, five hours ago, officials are now responding to another deadly train derailment near Houston, Texas. Over Texas. sixteen rail cars yep. carrying hazardous materials crashed yep. first Ohio, then South Carolina, now Texas. Now Texas. Yeah. Holy so shit. now we're third. Okay. We're fucking third. Not only that, fucking but a. let's talk about. So we've we've all seen the the drastic increase, right? In the mm-hmm. in the rising cost of eggs, yeah, and then there's that fucking egg farm 
that chicken farm in the Midwest that oh, blew yeah. the fuck up, killing a hundred thousand chickens. One one of the one of the biggest uh, egg suppliers in, in the continental U.S. Mm-hmm. Whoa, bud. Whoa. All all at the same time. All this shit's happening at the same time. This is not like some weird coincidence, dude. I'm sorry to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but this shit is not happenstance, right? This shit is not just coincidence. Not a fucking prayer. Not a prayer. So this is where, again, every week we, we do, we beat the dead horse of preparedness and 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 situational awareness and knowledge and educating ourselves on certain things dude like something's going on in the midst of all this shit we find out that the u.s was involved in possibly the ultimate cause of the sabotage explosion in the Nord Stream 2 pipeline yeah at the same time, all this other bullshit's going on. Come on, man. Like, we need to wake the fuck up, right? I don't mean to be a Debbie Downer on the show. I don't mean to be for things to be so somber when we're having these conversations, but they're necessary conversations to have, mm-hmm. right? You know, as parents, we look at our education systems. Man across the country the infiltration of this woke culture of trans awareness and uh all these sexual conversations in in schools with very 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 young individuals mm-hmm. like we're talking kindergartners and shit yeah. being taught about you know fucking plugging a b-hole and how to give a blowy or a handy and shit like that why what's the point what's the purpose i'm yeah. not understanding bullying is through the roof the lot there is a massive lack of resiliency in younger generations right now kids mm-hmm. our suicide rates are through the fucking roof because of said lack of resiliency because parents are pussies and they're not raising their children with any sort of fucking resiliency <laughs> Well, and Dan Dan references a, a lot. D'Anthony on uh, the Drinking Bros, he references it quite a bit. The uh, coddling of the American mind, like you can't. It the the saying is you have to prepare your children for the road, not prepare the road for your children. Your children. It's exactly. not how it works. Like you have to prepare your children for the road because the road never changes. The road is there. You have to. You can't just, you can't bubble wrap everything. Well, I mean, the road, the well, the the road is ever ever changing. The road is ever changing, right? We never know what 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 uh, potholes or Or, yeah down trees we're gonna have across the road of life. Yeah, and if we get to a situation like that, and then we get out of our, our 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 life vehicles and we stare at this difficulty in front of our path and we have a mental freak out because oh my god what the fuck i can't get no bitch like you should be prepared with a fucking chainsaw in the back of your car to cut that bitch down you know that you're driving through a heavily forested area and there's a possibility of something like that happen you should have a a, a means 
of of handling the situation, right? Or yeah. a pothole. Mm-hmm. We should have the situational awareness in life to be able to recognize and notice that pothole ahead of time and mm-hmm. make changes to our, our our life vehicle speed and our take a, a evasive maneuvers and a course of action to move around it. Or if we hit the pothole, hopefully our our life suspension is upgraded enough to where it doesn't thoroughly damage our, our life vehicle. You mm-hmm. know, that was a really crazy fucking analogy. Yeah. But but it, it fit. It fit fits, what we're talking about. Right. Yeah. So very, very true, right? We cannot prepare our the road for our children, but we must prepare our children for the road of life. Yeah. Um, and I think that is something that we as parents are severely lacking in. But with that being said, it's not the kid's fault, right? Like we can't blame the children in this situation. We need to blame the parents. And sadly yeah. enough, the vast majority of parents of young children in today's day and age are our age. They're from our generation. So yeah. now I look back at growing up and I'm like, where the fuck did we go wrong? Because <laughs> I know I was raised by a, a, a parents where my mom is technically, if it, and this is no diss on my mom, right? I love mom to death. It's kind soul. Uh, but she's overly compassionate, <clears throat> right? She's overly yeah, yeah. empathetic. Um, my dad, on the other hand, is, is a bit different. Um, he's gotten more compassionate and empathetic in his old age, older age, um, than he used to be. But growing up, it was like, Hey, motherfucker, knock it off. Quit being a bitch. Yeah. Life sucks. Figure it the fuck out. Deal with shit. Let people talk shit. Listen, you either let it roll yeah. off your back or you tell them to knock it off. When they don't knock it off, you punch them in the fucking throat and then they knock it off. Like, mm-hmm. That's in a sense the way I was raised. So I was raised with resiliency. I was raised with a thicker skin. I was raised off of, and we've said it multiple times on the show, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Like we were raised <clears throat> on that mentality as children yeah. by our parents. So then I start looking at these kids now and I'm seeing the pussification of these younger generations. And I'm wondering where the fuck did that happen? Because I remember growing up and now all these kids, parents are the same age as me. Why are they bitches? And realistically, what I what I've noticed, and you tell me if 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 I'm way off on this, because I mean, there's a little bit of an age gap between you and I. Um, not too too much, but there's four a years. little bit. Yeah, roughly four years. <clears throat> um, which, in the grand scheme of things, man, it, it's kind of wild, right? Four years in society can drastically be different. I mean, if you think about it, if you think about it in in terms of children, right? In four years in children is fucking like you got first grade, fifth grade. You got someone that's on their way out of elementary school, potentially, depending on what your elementary, middle and high school grade curriculum is. But you got someone that just started elementary school. They're they're in their second year of elementary school because they kindergarten first grade and then you got a fifth grader who's on their way out and then you've got someone who's in sixth grade beginning of their middle school and then you got someone who's in ninth grade beginning in their school. beginning of high school well not only that but or think 10th about grade. the societal changes within four years exactly and not well, only that like okay and then you got a freshman and you got a senior or you've got a freshman and a and someone who just graduated like yeah. that four years, depending yeah. on where you are in that four yeah. years, like so. <clears throat> yes, there is a, a pretty decent pro- societal gap for us. Well, 
and not only that, but you have the progression or regression of advancements in technology, mm-hmm. right? In um, again, like the the emotional state of society, yeah. Like all, like the political state of society. <clears throat> so many things can happen in four years that realistically, it seems so insignificant and minuscule. Four years, you're like, yeah, it's four years. Yeah, it's four years. But holy fuck, dude, the things that could happen within that four years is wild. I, I oh, mean, yeah. it, it can be drastic. So, <clears throat> you know, when I look back, man, when I was graduating high school, social media was just starting. Yeah. 2003 was when I graduated. And MySpace was the big thing. Yeah. So there, there was like... Uh, I think it was called High Five, MySpace, The Dilly, which I don't know if you remember The Dilly, um, TheDilly.com. Mm. Uh, no. So this was, <clears throat> this is this is kind of wild thinking about this now in the moment. <laughs> and Face the Jury. Face the I Jury. I do remember Face the Jury, one. yeah. So let's talk Face the Jury for a minute because mm-hmm. this was now the first time in my memory when you could go onto a social media platform post your pictures and now you are rated on a hotness scale by your peers <laughs> yeah so enter in the degradation of self-esteem and self-confidence based solely upon a social media presence wild shit because i remember it did in my young mind even though i was raised with resiliency and to have a thick skin i do remember in my mind being on face the jury to meet girls and like having my rating being Four point two out of ten, <laughs> yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And then having friends that I had on Face the Jury that had a, a rating of like eight point seven, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Am I that fucking ugly?" <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Am I that not like not good looking? Mm-hmm. It, am I that unattractive? Which then, because of a social media website, not even real <laughs> fucking world shit. Not even yeah. real world interactions with other human beings face to face, because I still had girlfriends, right? I was I was still getting laid, like I was still in the dating world. But yeah. on this social media website, I was a four point two out of ten. Yeah. Bro, it fucked with me. I never I, I was never a part of Face the Jury. Um, but I remember hearing about it and I remember hearing about all like because because you said you you graduated oh three that was my first year in high school that was when i was a freshman you know that was right when you could like put songs on your myspace and change your background with coding yeah, yeah. you could have that was the other thing right you your had top your eight top eight yeah yeah your top fucking eight and it's uh-huh. like if you bumped somebody your hierarchy from your top of eight, friends holy fucking shit worlds would burn well dude like <laughs> okay so let's 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 uh let's break into this one real quick so basic training 09 right fucking we finally got our electronics back right 
for our our one hour of fucking you know prior to to lights out we got our electronics back i pop on my phone and i was like i fucking i had a i had a smartphone well it wasn't a smartphone it was a it was a touchscreen phone, so I had the internet on it. Yeah, um, it's like like one of those T-Mobile sidekicks. The, the it was an LG slide. Dare. It was the yeah. LG Dare, which yeah. it was. So it was a, a touchscreen phone. It had the internet on it. I was able to go on Facebook or MySpace at the time. Um, and so the girlfriend that I had at the time, I was no longer her number one on her top eight <laughs> MySpace. Oh, bitch! You and I was like, it. "What in you're the fuck?" You go to Osat and you're no longer number one. <laughs> yeah, after fucking eight weeks, I was like, "I'm no longer number one." On like, what the fuck's going on? And Cheers. nice some lead slingers. Gotta take Cheers. take a swiggy swig. Um, <clears throat> but and I was like, we get our phones like once a week to call home and shit like that. So she would be the first person I'd call. She would never fucking answer. And so I'd be like, all right, well, I don't have time for this shit. I got fucking five minutes to to get all my phone calls out. So I'd call her. She wouldn't answer. I'd call my mom. I'd talk to my mom for a few minutes, like two minutes. And then I'd call my dad and I'd talk to him for a couple minutes. And then I'd be like, and then I would try, okay, I have 30 seconds. I got a minute and a half left. I'm going to try to call her back. And I'd call her back and she wouldn't answer. I'd be like, And and you're not number one. And now, now I finally get the fucking electronics back for an hour. So I'm like, oh, I can actually fucking do something on the internet for a minute. Yeah, so I'd yeah. go on my fuck. I went on my fucking MySpace to see if I had any fucking friend requests or whatever, like whatever the fucking shit was. See the comments on my my fucking thing. <laughs> on your little wall, yeah. Yeah, the little wall. And so I looked and like I noticed. I, I'd go to her. I went to her page and I I all of a sudden wasn't on her fucking page anymore. And I was like, what? Uh, no, you're not fuck? even top eight. Yeah, not even on top eight. And I was like, what oh, in the fuck? fuck? Oh, shit. And so, and then my uncle was the one that was like, hey, dude, like, I noticed, uh, like, you're not on her top <laughs> eight top anymore. Eight. Like, are you guys good or, like, what? And I was like, uh, fuck, I don't even know anymore. So I haven't fucking talked to her in about eight weeks. So, I mean, I try to call her whenever I get my fucking phone and she's not answering. So uh oh, i guess well. that shit's over you know yeah. but but that's a prime example right so mm-hmm. those two examples of face the jury in myspace and that was the entry into social media and what's crazy is we <clears throat> i think i i man and and mike glover has said it and john burke has said it and the drinking bros have said it and very influential people at least in my life right uh Mm -hmm. men that i look up to some of which are roughly the exact same age as me um some of which who are older than me you know mike glover and andy stumped and these types of people um who are people that i look up to right i i in a sense i idolize because of not just the men that they are and who they've become and what they've made themselves into but also because of the experiences and the things that they have done in their lives and the wisdom that they have gained and are now, are now pushing out into society. So one thing that a vast majority of these individuals have said is that when we look at social media and its influence on society, it has done some really great things for society as far as opening doors for entrepreneurship um, and helped people 
build their businesses and chase their dreams and actually become successful. But with that being said, I think there's a higher percentage of, of uh, damage that social media as a whole has caused within our society and our younger generations. And I think it really started with our generation, with my generation, because it was really my generation when that shit popped off, right? MySpace. Like really got started, yeah. The Dilly, um, you know, and, and, and it opened mm -hmm. all of these avenues, all of these pathways into uh, just brutal fucking teardown bullying. Um, it made people way too comfortable for with talking shit and not getting punched in the fucking mouth for it being able to yeah. hide behind their keyboards and their screens and um it it really in my opinion became the pussification of society like the start of the pussification of society and then it has just grown from there into facebook and then you've got this metaverse and then you've got websites like uh ashleymadison.com which was big for a while back in i want to say like 2007 ish through probably 2011 ish and it was a website that was bro they, they had billboards in los angeles for ashleymadison.com and ashleymadison.com was a website that was specifically designed and set up for individuals in a relationship who were looking for side action literally fuck? people who were in committed relationships and marriages looking to cheat on their significant others with Jesus. discretion and that is what this website was entirely fucking set up for what the so fuck? you see how social media just compounded QPO. and compounded and compounded and made things so much worse um, and really started to affect the way that these younger generations in our society um, not only looked at the world, but dealt with hardships and, uh, and, and uh, trials within their lives. Um, they didn't have to face things head on anymore. They could sit there and just sulk and live in a pity party in their room um, and, and down talk themselves and then have all of that down talk um, reassured by things that they were seeing and hearing and things that were being said to them online. Um, and, and so now we're at a point where the majority of the younger generation today and the kids today are being raised by people who were in their adolescent prime when all of this started and were ultimately affected by the beginning of that uh that uh kind of steamrolling change um and now we're at a point where like how the fuck do we change it because it's that age-old you know Hard times create hard men. Hard men create weak times. Weak times create weak men. Right? Weak men. Weak men create hard times. Hard times create hard men. Right? That yeah. circle. 
but because the life. <laughs> yeah but because that 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 pussification of society has gotten so bad now our hard times are just creating weaker men yeah weak men have created exponentially hard times and these hard times are not creating hard men anymore we're just allowing and enabling <clears throat> the weakness of society to continue and breed further weakness which is scary yeah and i don't know where we go from here other than to try and spread this message to try and spread the message that andy stump spreads on his uh cleared hot podcast or when he's on the rogan podcast or when he's on the brcc podcast or the message that mike glover spreads on his uh mike force podcast or uh mike force mondays on brcc or whenever mm -hmm. he's on the rogan podcast if you haven't gotten a chance go listen to the two uh two of the most recent episodes of the joe rogan podcast with andy stump and mike glover um absolutely phenomenal, phenomenal. and they talk about a lot of these things they talk about um resiliency and they talk about the downfall of society and kind of the pussification of society and kind of where we go from here and i, I think the biggest thing in, in citizen with dan holloway and and, and mm -hmm. all these podcasts and, and we talk about it here on the tribe and i think about i think one of the biggest things that we can do now is to not only spread this message and really get it out there as best we can but try and get as many people on board who are either parents or getting ready to be parents to change the course, mm -hmm. start teaching your children to be respectful individuals, start teaching your children to be compassionate and empathetic individuals, start teaching your children not to be fucking assholes and clicky little shitheads and actually embrace people. Right. Um, you know, there's a, there's a bench at my kid's school called the buddy bench. And it's there specifically where, if you ever feel alone or feel like you don't have a friend, you're supposed to go sit on the buddy bench. And if somebody sees you sitting on the buddy bench, they're supposed to come up and, and invite you to come play with them. There's kids that will sit on that fucking buddy bench all goddamn day, every fucking recess, recess and not a single kid will fucking come up to them. Hmm. And it's heartbreaking. That's, yeah, that's pretty fucking heartbreaking. Where, like... and <clears throat> this is where that question comes to where the fuck did we go wrong? And how do we change it? And it starts with us as parents to raise our children to be better and to be different, to change the course of society. Yeah. That, like, that's the only thing that I can see. Um, and in regards to everything else that's going on in the world, like we, we need to be more vigilant. We need to be more self-aware. We need to be more, uh, have better situational awareness. And we need to stop, start, Again, like putting our phone down and fucking unless you're on your phone reading and educating yourself, put the fucking phone, turn the TV off, read a book, right? Go outside and better yourself. Go to the gym, go for a walk, go for a hike, go for a run. If you don't have the ability to maybe necessarily go for a run because of where you live or to go for a hike or you can't financially afford a gym membership, guess what, motherfucker? You can do hit training in your living room. Ladies, you can True. do Pilates. Guys, you can do Pilates. Like, there's all these things that you can do on your own. To you can hit up Maddie at Madman Fitness. You can hit me <laughs> up at Madman Fitness for all I fucking care. Like, certified personal trainer through NASA. Like, I can help you do whatever it is that needs to be done to help you change your life and be a more resilient individual or be a harder to kill. 
We are a tribe. That's what yeah, we're here for. And we need to start picking each other up and taking care of each other instead of beating each other down. We need to be a community. Yes. That's what the tribe is all about, being a community. And I think that's for one, one of another. the biggest problems is this this downfall of society is we have lost that sense of community. We have lost the sense of helping each other out or helping out another individual, um, reaching out that helping hand and lifting other people up. Instead, we're all about, we're so tied up in our lives and our own self. We're feeling so sorry for ourselves that we just walk right by the people that need help the most. It's fucked up. Like we need to do better. We need to be fucking better. So I apologize that it was a little bit somber towards the end, but these are things that I know, I know you as well have noticed. And we, we've talked about sidebar offline. Um, you know, you, you've noticed yourself and, and these are things that I know we harp on a little bit, almost every single episode, but I think they're, they're important to continuously touch on and, and keep at the forefront of our minds. Um, because if we don't keep these things at the forefront of our minds, we will continue to allow um, the everyday stressors, right? And and one thing that I want to challenge all of you to do is to live by that this mindset that Seth Ferrosi uh, pushes. If you don't know who he is, he is. Look him up. He's a, a ex IFBB pro bodybuilder, um, host of the HWMF podcast, uh, owners, founder, and CEO of um, All American Roughneck Apparel, and um, Axe and Sledge supplements. But one of the biggest things that he says in the motto that he lives his life by is, I don't have problems. I just have more fucking work to do. Mm-hmm. And what he means by that is, hey, there are fucking parents out there that are taking their children to chemotherapy treatments every fucking day. There are children who are dying because of diseases. There are people who have been in tragic accidents and they have now lost the use of their fucking legs or they're paralyzed from the neck down or their wives were just killed or their husbands were just killed or their children were just killed in a tragic accident. Those are fucking problems, people. That's a fucking problem. Your little whiny shit that you let fucking consume you in your day-to-day life, that's not a fucking problem. You have your health. You have a job. You have a roof over your head. You have food on your table. Motherfucker, you don't have problems. You just more have you just have more fucking work to do to get to where you want to be. Put in the work. Stop fucking slacking off. Stop making excuses. Stop living in a fucking pity party. Get off your ass. Put in the fucking work and change shit. You don't have problems. Just more work to do. I think if we lived every day, if we woke up every day and lived our lives by that mindset, man, we would be way more successful. Hell yeah. A lot of those problems, quote unquote, that we think we have, we would solve. And we'd be harder motherfuckers because we wouldn't sweat small stuff so much. We would realize how truly blessed we are every day that we wake up and we get to fucking breathe. We wouldn't take things for granted. We wouldn't take each other for granted. We wouldn't take our relationships for granted. We wouldn't take our family and our children and our friendships for granted. We wouldn't. 
We would cherish yeah. those things and we'd be happier individuals. So that's my challenge to you guys going forward, right? Wake up every day with that mentality. I don't have problems. I just have more fucking work to do. And those of you that do truly have problems, motherfucker, my heart goes out to you because I also know that you're getting up every single day and you're working as hard as you possibly can and you're being as resilient as you fucking can to fight those problems, to deal with those problems and to turn them around and not allow them to affect you to the extent that they are. And my prayer is that uh, to, to those of you with sick, sick, significant others and family members and children and things like that, that man, they fucking, it turns around and they get better. And lean on each other. Be there for each other. Lift each other up instead of kick each other in the dick when we're down. Yep. Let's be fucking better individuals. Let's be better human beings and let's build a better society. So that when these assholes from overseas come over here and try to fucking kill us, we can stomp their goddamn teeth into the concrete. Well, we can also... <clears throat> we can live up to the... Uh what was it the japanese general from world war ii that said um you don't want to mess with america i'm paraphrasing here you don't want to mess with america because if you were to if you were to go fuck with america on their soil there will be a a gun hiding behind every blade of grass yeah exactly right because we would come together as americans yeah right now i don't I, man i'm questionable yeah. I really don't know where that because we're so divided. Right? We're divided in everything. Like like look at take the Super Bowl for example. Somebody want to tell me what the fuck we had to have the black national anthem sung before the national anthem? Can somebody I didn't even see the fucking national anthem either of them. Uh, whatever the fuck they wanted to do. I didn't I mean, I I watched Chris Stapleton's after like and the, the, he, his he did a great national job. anthem or whatever his rendition yeah which was um, great sounded great yeah i just but... i kept reading about this like the black national anthem is going to be sung by a, a black veteran female uh, before the national why why the segregation why the separation why can't we just sing the fucking national anthem and all be americans I, I don't understand why we have to divide everything i don't understand why we have to segregate things <clears throat> what the fuck is that shit about like we're that supposed got, to be it's gotta stop we're supposed to be united the we're united supposed to be one America. nation under god right like like what the fuck all men are created equal yeah we the people we the people not not African use Americans not use peoples and then the americans not the hispanics and then the americans not the fucking women and then the men no we the fucking people yeah. The United States of America. Like, yep. bro, we are, we are Americans first. Mm -hmm. And then whatever the fuck else after. Yeah. Like, this shit's got to stop. It's got to fucking stop. I mean, go sweet. <laughs> you know why? Because I'm a little bit tired. And I don't have uh, I don't have anything from Cardomax.com to get me going. You should, though, because if you went to cardomax.com and you used promo code BORNHARD, you would get 10% off of your order. And then if you <laughs> subscribed, you would get an additional 5% off of your order. That's 15%. Save you that money. Save you that See? money. 
I can mask. Get that energy intensifier, that 200 milligrams of caffeine, brother. And that's B3, B6, B3, B6, B12, BCAAs. All the the good shit. All All the the bee's knees. The bee's knees, brother. That's the bee's knees is what it is. And then you get that that immune booster. Boost yeah, your immune system. Because you like you were taking the immune booster all the way throughout COVID, and you were around people that got COVID, and you never got it. I've that's a pretty l- wild testament. Literally, like every time someone's sick and they're like, oh, "I'm so sick, I don't even want to come over." I'm like, "Fuck it, come over." Like, hang out. <laughs> You're like, I'm gonna pound my a couple f- immune boosters, and we're gonna fucking we're gonna. Make I out. drink immune boosters <laughs> every day, brother. <laughs> That's fucking. Yeah, I chug those. I put them in my beer. I put them in my liquor. I take shots of them. Because fuck it, why not? You know, <laughs> but, it, quite, it, it begs the question: Did you have any immune boosters before your wedding? Because I did may not have helped you. In I did not alcohol poisoning recovery. I did <laughs> That's not what fucked you up. That's, That's what, what fucked me up. up. I didn't. I didn't have any immune booster or energy intensifier throughout the wedding. Before the wedding, I think for like three days before the wedding, I didn't have anything. So I got fucked up. That's why I got fucked up so bad. So I think that's it. boom. Well, that and you were scientific method. You didn't and listen I to Maddie. You, you didn't listen to Maddie, and I think that's also yeah. between not listening to Maddie all day, all night, and then listening to Maddie and taking five shots back to back to back to back to back. Yeah, I probably listened at the wrong point. <laughs> <laughs> I should have listened earlier and not later, but. Hey, I still survived. It's probably because I had so much immune booster in my system prior, like from way back when I've had so much. So that's why I still survived that night. I mean, I was barely hanging on. Like I was literally like hanging on to the fucking the death's fucking coattails going. Don't take me, brother. I'm almost um, just just let me stay. Let me stay for one more day. And then I, you know, I had my immune you booster. You let go and, and you fell and then you passed out yeah. after those last five <laughs> shots. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so go to cardomax.com and, uh, <laughs> and use promo code Bornhard and then and you won't die of alcohol poisoning. You won't die and you won't get the COVIDs and you you'll be good. Won't. You won't get the Wuhans. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, and then also after that, once once you get your Cardomax and you get that energy intensifier, then you could take some fucking nice hype or some dust reloaded, fucking yeah. get get some fucking Blackstone Labs up in your veins. Yeah, you could snort that shit. You can. I mean, you, you could can. fucking I, I wouldn't dry scoop it. it. Probably it not. It hurts. It burns. I would dry scoop it. I don't mind dry scooping, but I wouldn't snort it. That would hurt. That would burn. <laughs> Definitely I mean, would. Pre workout would hit really quick. So make sure you do it like on the bench before you hit your first rep <laughs> just like, it'll be there just, just just like have it lined up on your arm and just be like yeah no but in all seriousness guys i've been a, a brand ambassador for blackstone lab supplement company for about six years now um i've tried all the different supplement companies man and uh they're the best they're hands down. They're the best of the ones that I like the most. I've used everything that we have to offer so I can give you advice on any supplement that we have in our line. The only one I can't tell you really about is the Harmonize. Um, that's because it's for the ladies only. And sorry, but I don't have a Burgina. So with well, that being I mean, said, you could, but... I, I could if I really wanted to. I just have to take a quick <laughs> trip over to California and get that bitch snippy snipped off. How do you turn into a ninny? And then 
I mean, I can strut and Buffalo bill it up all day long and not have to tuck no more. So that's true. I mean, lots of weird shit going on right now. I don't know how I feel about this conversation. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how PJ Braun, uh, founder and CEO of Black Sun Labs, would feel about that either. Uh, but no, in all seriousness, guys, we got fire apparel. Uh, we got all the, all the best supplements in the game. Use code MAGICMAN330 at checkout, and you will get 20% off not just one item in your cart, but your entire fucking cart. So load that bitch up with all the good shit and get 20% off your entire fucking cart. After and you when you're that, done with that, yes, yeah, you need to hit, hit up Maddie. Up and let me help you. Let me get your program going. Let me dial in your entire workout program. We'll work on your diet, your nutrition aspect, your supplemental regimen. Um, men, I cannot stress it enough. If you were over the age of 30, go to your doctor, get a blood test done and, and request to have your testosterone levels checked. Cause you have to do it before 9am. Yeah, it, it is, it Weird. is becoming ever more increasing that men are having lower and lower and lower and lower testosterone levels. I know Joe Rogan has talked about it on his podcast. I think, uh, Men, young men nowadays, compared to 40, 50, 60 years ago, have 40% less natural testosterone. Even 20, young, as, young as, as soon as 20 years ago, from, yes. tw from 2001 until now, it's been a drop of 40 to 50% yes, in, in testosterone levels. Yeah. Testosterone production. So um, I know I did it. Um, I got one more set of labs I got to do on Saturday or Thursday. Sorry, on Thursday. And then I'm getting on TRT, man, and I'm going to get myself up to where I'm supposed to be because I am way, way fucking low. And I promise you, it it, it is so detrimental to your health and, and your not just your physical health, but your mental health and emotional health as well. So guys, go get that shit checked. Um, but I can help you out with anything. Slide into my DMs, magicman330 on Instagram, or you can always hit either one of us up on the tribe email at the underscore tribe 21 at yahoo.com. Again, that's the underscore tribe 21 at yahoo.com and ask us anything you fucking want. Um, before we get out of here, man, I want to give a big shout out to BRCC, Black Rifle Coffee Company, by far the best coffee hands down on the fucking planet. Um, even my wife, dude, she is not a huge coffee drinker, does not really <laughs> like coffee unless it's got some shit in it. Man, she Shame. fired up a batch of Cactus Squatch uh, oh, the other day. Yeah. That's a good shit. Dude, like like <clears throat> not even a, like a half splash. I mean, she's <laughs> had it black, and she's like, I could legitimately drink this black. I'm like, what? I say what? <laughs> like, for real? You know, that was huge for me because she doesn't like coffee. And I told her, I was like, that's what happens when you drink the best coffee on the fucking planet. Yep. Um, she exactly. loves it, man. Loves Black Rifle Coffee. Um my whole family drinks it. Everybody I know drinks it. Um, I love it. You good? And then you just, yeah. you just headphones. Sorry, head. I, yeah. It's, it's all good. <laughs> my bad. Uh, at least this time you didn't fuck your face plant coming in. Yeah. So we're good. Um, put my slippers back on. My feet got but, a little cold. Uh, get, get over to blackriflecoffee.com. Sign up for the monthly subscription. Mm -hmm. Sign up for the, the exclusive. The ECS. The ECS. And you'll get all the new shit. I know Bernie just got a bag of fucking electric eagle. Oh yeah, I'm still oh, like I gotta pull out. I gotta pull out my whole coffee maker. Oh, coffee got, maker I got the K cup. You know my little fucking K cup guy. 
Bro, Turkey. you gotta get a you gotta get a Chemex and start getting on that pour. Over I, I know, dude. Like, I really want to get one. I gotta at least get a you. France press, but I Bro, want a when Chemex. I'm working, when I'm working, anytime <laughs> I see a fucking, anytime I see a pour over order come in, I'm like, bam, let me get on that shit. Let me. Do that. I, want that. <laughs> I gotta bam, get that, dude. I gotta get one because it's such a actually coffee, dude. I think I actually have. I gotta. I think I have a form of a Chemex. It's not BRCC. But it's it's a coffee. I'm gonna have to show you one day. Um, yeah, it was one. It was one that I got in a in a bespoke. It was in okay. one of my my bro box or my uh, not bro box, but um, your BRCC my... boxes. No, no, no. It was no, no, no. It was um uh my my dude box or what the fuck was oh, it? Oh, okay, okay. Um, the man box. I, I can't yeah, remember the, the, the fuck. Man box. Bespoke post, uh, fucking one of those things. You, you yeah, something like that. Get a monthly random shit. Yep, yep. Um, but I will. But have uh, to yeah, so I feel like I feel like now I I can officially say, uh, you know how to make BRCC. <laughs> Hell uh, yeah, brother! <laughs> you know, um, seriously, legitimately one of the coolest uh, employment experiences I have ever had in my life. Um, man, I'm loving it, loving every second of it. And the coolest thing is, is Man, the coffee thing's totally new to me, right? Yeah. Way out of my fucking element. And I've learned so much in the last like month that I've been there. And mm-hmm. it's fucking awesome. Less than a month, dude, because I started on what, January 23rd, I think. And uh, we're not even to February 23rd. So less than a month, man. I've learned so much <laughs> just about coffee, um, how to fucking make it, how to make a good cup of coffee, uh, all the different roasts um that, that we've got. And not to mention, dude, our fucking apparel is fire. Yeah, uh, I just got that new. Uh, I just got that new mug. The fucking yeah, the, the, fuck the feeling or fuck your yeah. sensitivity. Yeah, fuck your sensitivity with the mug. with yep. the fucking the fuck the you on the on the, on the bottom. bottom. That yep. shit's that's awesome. fucking awesome. Love it. And then uh, <laughs> yeah, I was rocking my tactic squatch sweatshirt today. Um, nice man, just the coolest apparel. Um, so yeah, yeah get over to blackriflecoffee.com. Uh, and uh, take the coffee quiz, find out exactly what roasts uh, fit you best, man. And, and I'll tell you, it works because I kind of knew I was a dark roast guy right off the bat. And I knew what roasts I, I, I liked thus far, um, but I decided to do the little quiz just for shits and gigs. Mm-hmm. And uh, dude, it was like spot on. Like <laughs> it yeah. was like, bam. I was like, oh, all right, cool. Like I think uh, Blackbeard's Delight, Tactic Squatch and, 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 uh, and beyond black were like the three that popped up. And I'm like, well, there you go. Fucking three of my faves. Bam, right there. Well, I just got my uh because BRCC just ran a buy one get one uh for all the coffee like last week. Actually, or the week I before. think they're doing a buy three get one free. Ooh. <clears throat> and we're doing that in shop right now. Yeah, I just well, I cause I got the text message from BRCC saying, Hey, BOGO. And I was like, oh, like, buy one, get one free. Okay. Like, and so, cause I was like, I need to re up on my coffee. Cause I get, I get a 12 get pack. Cups, yeah. I get the K cups, the 12 pack of the K cups every month. Um, and I was like, fuck, I'm running really low because I've been, cause it, since it's been so cold, I've been only drinking hot coffee. Um, <clears throat> and so I saw that and I was like, I need to re up on my fucking K cups. Cause I'm like. I'm running low and my next one's not coming in for a couple weeks. So, right. um, <clears throat> so I got silence is smooth, black beers, delight gunship and just black. Yep. Those so silence is smooth and gunship are two of our light roasts. 
Yeah. Uh, just blacks and medium roast and Blackbeard's Delight is one of our dark roasts. Yeah. Uh, and then I always get calf as my uh, caffeinated book as oh, my, that's my that. monthly. So, you know, it's super it's cool. We'll, we'll end with this little, little funny tidbit here before we, before we dip out. Mm-hmm. Um, so on the menu, right. We have like sweet AFT, <laughs> right. Which is mm-hmm. our sweet tea. And uh, mm-hmm. one of the girls was saying that she had this sweet little old lady had been like 79, 80 years old or whatever. She comes up to the re- register and she's looking up at me and she's like, um, what is the AF in sweet AFT? <laughs> and like, it was funny because I, I can't remember which one of the girls it was that was telling me this that had, had the situation, but she's like, I was trying to think of the most professional respectful way to tell this 80 year old lady sweet mm-hmm. as can be right sweet as pie little yep. lady fucking well man that stands for as fuck <laughs> so she's, <laughs> like, she's like well it stands for sweet as and then she's like i looked around and i just leaned quiet and i was like f-u-c-k and i guess lily was like oh my oh well, my. i don't i'll I take one I of would. those I would preferably use that word uh, for myself, but I'll have one of those. Like, <laughs> that's super funny, man. We got we got all the all kinds of people coming in, but man, everybody loves it. Everybody's like, I'm never going anywhere else for my coffee. It's the best coffee I've ever had. So oh, yeah. uh, again, man, fuel fuel your day, get your day started right with uh, with some Black Rifle coffee, um, and then when you when you go to hit that that little nightcap at the end of the night, make sure you pick up a, yourself a bottle of lead slingers whiskey. Oh yeah. Fueled with Viper semen and the most American <laughs> whiskey you can put in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Down your, your gullet. Down the gullet, which is what I'm doing <laughs> right now. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> and with that, we want to tell you, we want to leave you with all the best. All the best, guys, as always, as always, don't be a dick. Don't forget to drink water. And until next week, I promise it's not going to go two fucking weeks without an episode anymore. (laughs) We are the fuck out of here. We are out. We are out.